Welcome to the Wandering Wildflowers podcast. This podcast is to create open conversations that come from a space of heart and to talk about all things deep. Welcome in, Wandering Spirit. I hope you stay a while. Okay, so here we are. (laughs) We are back. And today I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things. There is so much energy going on right now, and we're just going to essentially dive right in. But before we get started, as always, this is going to be a very short episode. I am going to pull these cards for you, and I'm using the Goddess Dream Oracle Deck by Wendy Andrew, one of my go-tos. Let's see. Wow. Okay. So I pulled this card again. Last time I recorded a podcast, I pulled literally the same card. So this is saying life purpose, manifest your dreams. And that is very, yeah, that's super makes sense because there is a full moon coming up. I believe right now I'm recording on July 16th. So the new moon, I think, is the 21st, but let me make sure. Yes, the 20th, so it is coming up. Okay, so yeah, so this life purpose card, this this just brings, this just brings so many things into light. Okay, there is a lot of stuff going on right now in the world. There's a lot. And I think that during this time, especially us light workers, star seeds, people who have truly been brought here to shift humanity, it is now like our time to step into leadership. And that can be really scary, especially if you're anything like me, where you've been taught that you have to be this good girl, you have to you know, not shake things up. You have to smile and be nice and do all the fucking things. And that's not the case anymore. You know, I think our world, well, I know our world was, you know, based on this patriarchy. It was based on this idea that we work so hard, we shun women away. And it's interesting because I've been reading more about the goddesses and specifically like Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene. And one of the um, people, her name is Megan Watterson. And so she has the Divine Feminine Oracle Guidebook, and she also has a book about Mary Magdalene. And I could, I might get this wrong, but this is just from my own memory. But what she was saying was, you know, growing up in the church, you hear all the stories from the Bible from a man's perspective. And as a woman, she was like, well, why can't we hear the woman's perspective? And so when we look at religion and these really set belief systems, we miss, you know, other voices. And when I look at that, and then I look at what's happening right now, especially with Black Lives Matter, um, you know, we're missing the voices that matter the most. And so... I have had this belief for forever. Like, I guess my thing is, regardless of what's happening, if you are going to make a decision about somebody, my belief is that you should have them in that room making that decision and leading the decision making. It is so true that 
I, Emily, do not understand what any of you are going through right now. I literally have no idea. I can empathize. I can try to make assumptions and judgments and all these things, but that's my ego talking. And I think that the more we truly step into our life purpose, we start to remove the ego. We start to say, we start to find humility, right? And I just listened to a podcast by my old coach, uh, Lauren Megan, and she was talking about the 5D consciousness. And the 5D consciousness is something that has been a thing for a long time. Like many of us light workers have been feeling this shift for a very, very long time. My spiritual awakening, you know, it really, it started when I was 11 when I was diagnosed, but it really, really started to take fruition into when it was 2012. And so I knew in the pit of my soul that 2020 was going to be a year of just like, I don't even know. I just felt the energy. And it's also interesting because me and my husband, we lived kind of in a in the city, I guess. Not, not like in the city, in the city, but we still lived in an area that was like, around a lot of people. And I think my soul knew because we actually ended up moving to the country. Um, we moved in October of this year or of last year. Yeah. So October of last year or September. And so I think, I think my soul knew that shit was going to hit the fan and it was like, Emily, you need to be out away from, <laughs> away from people and be in silence. And you know, I think that now more than ever, we are really shifting. And so for me, as many of you don't or do know, I am an Aqua- like a true Aquarian. And I, I remember growing up and I would read the Aquarius horoscopes. I'm like, I fucking hate Aquariuses, Aquarians. I'm like, they are so like aloof and like the worst people. So I never resonated with my sign. And it actually wasn't until, yeah, like probably, I don't know, 2013 or 14 that I was like, wow, I'm, I'm a fucking Aquarius. Like, I'm really excited about that. And most of my planets are, um, not most of them, but a lot of them are in Aquarius. So I definitely am for the people for sure. And the more that things change, you know, we look at Aquarius and Aquarius is the humanitarian. You know, they're the people that really do shake shit up. And so right now when we are in the age of Aquarius, we have a lot of things that are no longer serving us that we just truly need to reinvent. Like for example, so many of you may not know, but I have type 1 diabetes and the healthcare system is something that honestly has always pissed me off. My belief has always been like, just give people what they need. And like, I just never understood why it was this whole big thing. So I'll give you an example. When I had to change my insurance, I was on my parents' insurance, went on my husband's, and I still got coverage on a lot of things. But my insulin that I was using for the past like 10 or so years, you know, I got a copay and they were like, it's going to be $2,000 for remind you for insulin and medication that I literally need to live. Like I don't, I don't have an option. If I didn't have that, like I wouldn't survive. And 
the more that I saw these things throughout my life, you know, um, like I just so many things with our healthcare system, with, with, uh, people that were experiencing homelessness. Like when I was a social worker, that's mainly what I did. Um, and I saw so much discrimination and just how fucked up the system is. And it really made me frustrated. But I'm going to bring this back in and say, like, right now, we're all in this point where we're just, like, attacking each other. We're we're going in this phase of, like, I'm right, you're wrong, your opinion fucking sucks, you know? And so we cannot, we cannot find unity in that space. And I don't, and this is not spiritual bypassing, this is literally saying, you know, we have to start recognizing that people are wounded. We're all wounded. We're all dealing with our own stuff that we ha- we don't know anything about. And not to discount Black Lives Matter because it is so important that we advocate for equality. Like, I am 100% about that. But when we get into the space of placing blame and shame on other people, it causes a greater divide. And, you know, it, and I'm not saying there's like a one size fix all solution, but somebody had reminded me of, you know, the solution is not staying silent, which I definitely agree with that for sure. We can't stay silent anymore. But I think when we, when we talk from our heart, it's different. But when we're talking and advocating from, from our wounded place, our root chakra, it's just going to push people away even further. There's a difference between advocating from your heart and advocating and, you know, that sort of stuff from the root. The root is our security. It's our foundation. It's, it's what we need in order to survive. If you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, the first one is, is uh, basic needs. You know, your basic needs, food, water, shelter. And many of us right now are in that space where we've had everything ripped up underneath us. Many of us have gone through loss recently. Many of us have gone through, you know, losing their job, losing a piece of identity. And it's really hard. And I want to honor you from that space because I think when we forget that people are human beings with our own shit, with our own stuff, you know, that for me brings humanity back. And, you know, again, there is no fix-all solution, unfortunately. But with this reminder today, you know, it's like I said, this is a very, very short episode, but I just want to remind you that we can still be angry and upset and frustrated and overwhelmed. And, and I say and, because and we can still love people. We can still find light. We can deal with all of this 3D consciousness stuff as human beings, a soul living in a human meat package body, 
that we can still feel those things and we can still choose to find unity. And I think we're just calling people out for everything. You know, I recently got into a, not a fight, but a a debate, (laughs) a debate with a family member about Black Lives Matter. You know, they were saying something along the lines of, you know, all lives matter. And if you don't believe that, then you're, you know, you're racist or I don't know what the comment fully was, but, you know, I could have easily attacked this person. I could have easily done that, gotten really upset. But instead, I spoke from my own experiences. I said, look, you know, I, I understand that you're from a different generation and you have different opinions, but here's my opinion. And here are some research and different things that maybe can help you understand, you know, maybe why what you're saying is actually hurting a lot of people, you know, because I think when we come to somebody with the intention of love always, we can still advocate and make our voice known without attacking. And there's a huge, huge difference. How many times growing up did your parents say, don't do this, and you did it? (laughs) But when somebody comes with you with love and they say, look, you know, what you said back there really, really hurt me. Is there a way that we can work out a solution together? And see, I mean, it's just, it feels different. And there's no, there's not going to be a fix-all. It's not going to be fixed. But I just want to remind you today, especially, that we can still find love in these moments of chaos, these moments of anger, the collective wounding of hurt. Grief holds in our lungs, so it's no wonder why we're lashing out at people. We're grieving, we're sad, we're upset, we're angry. And we can still be a part of that mess and still come back to love. So I encourage you today for your action step to to tell somebody today who is very different than you, mind you. I want you to find somebody that has a totally different opinion of life than you. Somebody that makes you really fucking angry. But how can you come back to love and how can you try to walk in their shoes for a moment? That being said, I love you. I honor you and let your heart lead.